hey guys welcome to yet another episode of the wajibika podcast my name is haswa samita and i am your host for today and every other day for the past 11 episodes <laughs> yeah you're listening you're listening to the 11th episode of the wajibika podcast if you have recently discovered this space i would like to take this opportunity to say karibu sana welcome it's really nice to have you on here and if you if you are a regular on this podcast you've been taking your time to plug into this corner of the internet yo i am so grateful for the consistency Thank you for being here once more. Now, let's get into it. Yes. First things first, let me share this episode's methali on jifunze Kiswahili. This episode's methali on jifunze Kiswahili is Kinyozi Hajinyoi. I'll say that again. Kinyozi hajinyoi. That Swahili proverb can be loosely translated to a, a barber does not ha- that does not shave his own head. <laughs> As for usual, what I just said about the proverb and the translation you'll find in this episode's show notes. Hoping that you're listening to me on a platform that has show notes. Kinyozi hajinyoi, a barber does not shave his own head. <laughs> Just like I did it in uh, episode 8, which is the episode within which I first introduced Jifunze Kiswahili as a segment. In this episode 2, I had the privilege of consulting my own father. <laughs> for his interpretation of this episode's methali. And of course, it is my absolute pleasure to share that with you. Kinyozi hajinyoi, a barber does not shave his own head. A barber is an expert, right? And even though he's an expert, he cannot apply his own expertise on himself. (laughs) My father reminded me that this methali speaks into the fallacy that one human being can be self-sufficient while pointing us to the usefulness of interdependence. I think that there is a reason why we were placed on this earth with others. <laughs> and in the same breath, it is always useful to learn how to balance one reality together with the other. Do not erase yourself for the comfort of belonging. Neither should you exit meaningful interactions for fear of losing the essence of who you are. 
it takes time it takes time and practice to learn how to exist with others while holding on to you it takes time to identify individuals and or communities whose economy of belonging does not cost you your true face and it is possible to know how to do these two things without actually be it's impossible it's impossible to know how to do these two things without actually being in those communal spaces trying and failing getting dysregulated and learning how to re-regulate giving yourself so much grace until you're finally able to do it kinyozi hajinyoi a barber does not shave his own head there is usefulness in interdependence there is usefulness in learning to lean into the spaces that provide grace support kindness gentleness for the journey of life there is usefulness in being open to receive that and being open to provide that as well interdependence not codependency there is a major variance between the two <laughs> You're listening to episode 11 of the Wajibika podcast and I am your host Hasua Samita. This um episode's methali on jifunze Kiswahili coincidentally surprisingly relevant to the topic of the day topic du jour. <laughs> We are in the month of May and as I had mentioned in the previous episode the month of May is a month of mental health awareness i had mentioned as well that mental health is a space that deeply matters to me and so it has been my desire to highlight and have conversations around this topic specifically in this month but of course i wasn't going to force issues <laughs> i am learning to make room for peace ease and flow to make room for guidance so on this episode i finally have a chance to have a conversation that will have undertones of mental health as a subject and that gives me so much joy <laughs> back to back to this episode's methali on jifunze kiswahili 
Kinyozi hajinyoi. A barber does not shave his own head. There is usefulness in leaning into accurate help from others. However, in this episode, I simply wanted to highlight the complexities of leaning on others, especially when your backdrop is trauma. That is the context today. I know I know that most of us are aware of the introvert extrovert dynamics. Um and the thoughts around how the introvert is social gatherings averse while the extrovert is the complete opposite. However, I feel like generally <coughs> leaning on others is beyond introvert extrovert realities because there is a there is a level of vulnerability and transparency that is required in order to ask for help. <laughs> It's possible to talk a lot. <laughs> it's possible to talk a lot while not talking about the real issues, right? It's possible to use noise as a guise, a distraction, for lack of a better way to put it. <laughs> We all need, therefore, a courage that helps us to allow ourselves to be seen and to be seen as we truly are. (laughs) Now back to the complexities of genuine association with people and feeling like people are very triggering. (laughs) First of all, it is a real and reasonable reality. That's the baseline. <laughs> when you are on a journey toward healing, association with people, being in the presence of people can be so ridiculously triggering because Sometimes dealing with people scares the mess out of you. (laughs) See, it's so easy to think that you're patient and kind and gentle and present (laughs) until you're interacting with people because in that social space, an adjustment is required that was not required when you were in isolation. See, people people mirror you to you. (laughs) And most times you see new aversion that you did not know exists and aversion that you may not particularly like. (laughs) And that is an invitation to see, accept, and address to find grace within for yourself take responsibility and learn how to show up better not just show up for others better but show up first and foremost better for you and when you show up for you better 
then the benefits of this better version of you will inevitably spill over to those around you. Charity begins at home. Love others as you have already learned to love yourself. Give others only what you have already learned to give yourself. Most of us, however, get stuck at when people mirror you to you. <laughs> you blame them for who you are. We've all been there, haven't we? <laughs> and we can learn how to move past blame to choosing healthier, to taking responsibility. Kuajibika. <laughs> as much as being with people can be highly triggering, being with people can be as useful as looking into a mirror that helps us see the spaces in ourselves that need work. And sometimes you're, sometimes you're in that loop of trying and failing to re-regulate after every trigger that caused dysregulation. See, recovering from a trigger can be so heartbreaking because it takes a lot of effort. You get triggered, you feel overwhelmed, fearful or alone, and then you slip, to, you slip into self-defeating behavior like escaping, clinging or controlling and then repeat. <laughs> Triggered, emotive, self-sabotage. Repeat. Triggered, emotive, self-sabotage. Repeat. Yo. And that's why I began by acknowledging that it takes so much, it, it makes so much sense then to be people avoidant because that cycle can be complete that cycle can completely drain you it takes so much work and effort to re-regulate when you're dysregulated and there's so much damage that people do to self and others by virtue of being dysregulated however in that cycle of triggered, emotive, self-sabotage, oftentimes my reminder for myself and sometimes for those around me is, how would you not be that? How, how would you not be that being where you've been having to teach yourself things that you had no example for, how would you not be that? So when you find yourself back to that horrible loop, you find grace for yourself within. You take responsibility for your actions. Apologize if you need to apologize to yourself and to those that you harmed. And then you try again. And you keep trying until you're able to show up in a healthier way for yourself and those around you. So, yes, people can be very triggering. Existing in social circles can be a lot. It can be very challenging. Yet, community can be for you an invaluable resource and 
vice versa, meaning that people mirror you to you and also you help others see themselves better. When you learn to belong to communities that support and admonish you rather than exploit, enable, thus derail you, then that support is a valuable addition to your journey toward healing. And communal support can be literal, mental health support groups under licensed and registered organizations, being in groups with strangers who are intentionally journeying in healing. And those spaces actually give you knowledge that helps you to have a language for what is ailing you. Those spaces can be very affirming and validating because you'll find grace from others who know exactly what you're talking about because they are on the same journey. Or it could be it could be just uh, familiar faces, friends or family who are willing to hold space for you to journey while being held. Or it can actually be both support groups and friends and family whichever works best for you and whichever is accessible to you. Fimbo Yambali, Hayui Nyoka, use the tools that are already in your hand to keep your vessel afloat. May you have the gift of wisdom that will aid you as you look at your own hands to see accurately what you already have that can be useful in this season and remember always that safety is paramount find spaces that are safe i pray for you who is listening to me if that is a journey that you're on i pray that you'll have the discernment to identify spaces that are actually safe rather than damaging because things can escalate real quick for a person that is healing, things can spiral in a dark way very quickly. So stay safe and may you be guided to choose wisely. <laughs> I know that there can be a lot of shame and stigma around mental health as a topic. <sighs> there is a lot of shame around that. I pray that you'll have the courage to release the shame. I pray that you will have the curiosity that will lead you to investigate yourself in a very honest manner. A very honest manner and a very gracious manner and a very gentle manner. And to choose self-awareness over and over again. Most times, externally, no one will offer you the right to be free from shame. <laughs> and that's sad. But the good news is that you can learn how to free yourself from shame so that you can see clearly the resources that already exist around you in terms of people or just information that can be useful for you. Every meaningful thing takes practice and every meaningful thing takes time be gracious with yourself learn to exist within within the tension of holding these two things at the same time how could you not 
how could you not be how you are having gone through what you did and you can ha- you can learn healthier ways to show up in your current real life both can be true at the same time the starting place is self awareness find the courage to see yourself accurately and reasonably and then find the curiosity to understand why you are the way you are and as you investigate further i pray that you'll find resources that will guide you onto a healthier path yes my good people <laughs> yo this one has been an episode that i deeply enjoyed producing just to remind you that self awareness is a necessity it's a vital responsibility you owe it to yourself and eventually to those around you to walk consciously as per usual when it comes to the topic of mental health and the usefulness of self awareness there's so much to say and i cannot even begin to attempt to compress it into one episode but i must say that i have been so grateful to have an opportunity to talk about this within the month of may the month of mental health awareness i truly hope that my thoughts on this episode will help you navigate life a bit more smoothly take care of you take care of your mind take care of your heart believe that your health and well-being are an essential part of your existence both for you and for those around you <coughs> if you find this podcast insightful please share it within your within your circles it always does something in terms of visibility anchor the world's largest podcast hosting platform was combined with spotify and the name therefore has ch- uh, was changed about 2 months ago from anchor to spotify for podcasters so it's still a bit confusing for both podcasters and their listeners when we say <laughs> you can stream our episodes directly from spotify for podcasters or you can stream them from spotify <laughs> but they are actually two different platforms So let me just say that you can stream our episodes from Spotify, from Apple Podcasts, from Google Podcasts, from Castbox or any other platform that I have no idea about. <laughs> Whichever platform it is, just look for Wajibika with a Q. <laughs> in those platforms, you may not in In some of those platforms you may not find the podcast because those platforms may need a um a manual submission of our RSS feed which we haven't done yet. Anywho, <laughs> whatever platform you're on, it's usually ideal to get the app because that way you're able to get notifications when there's a new episode and you're also able to download an episode and listen to it at your own pace especially if you want to listen offline 
you can send us a recorded message on whatsapp our hotline number is plus two five four seven four five seven hundred five nine nine and above all thank you for being here today until next time stay kind to you and those around you